Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. What am I supposed to do? Hey, what? Give me one second. One second. I just need to pop down. One second. I'll be back. Okay, I'm back. Hell has not frozen over. That's right. Hell lives beneath my studio, apparently. But in case you have been living under the rock, or you are the rock, it doesn't make any sense. Vince McMahon, in the last 24 hours, has retired from WWE. He's retired from his job. So the day we never expected to come has arrived. Now, for all the crazy people out there, no, this is not a work, because that would be more nuts than usual. And yes, we do also have to address the fact that it seems like Vince has done this due to all the recent allegations. And if you don't know about those, I strongly suggest you go to Google. It does put us in a very odd position, though, because I totally understand, on the one hand, being like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Vince McMahon isn't in charge of WWE anymore. I mean, the wrestling that he created is the reason I got into sports entertainment to begin with. And in terms of my own personal experience, experiences, would I be here today if it wasn't for all that? Well, maybe not. But you're also allowed to simultaneously go on the other hand, where all these allegations I read about were terrible. They terrified me. And to be honest, they're straight up scary. Because remember, we are just humans. You're allowed to go through a gambit of emotions. But given also that we don't know what is round the corner and what is coming next, I really think we should just leave it there and draw a line under it. Doesn't mean it's not bizarre and it doesn't mean that it's not absolutely baffling. I mean, do not forget that Vince McMahon was on Pat McAfee's show only a few months ago and he was all like, oh, Pearl, I'm never going to retire. And yet here we are. So be shocked, be stunned, be surprised. But also just make sure you take a second to remember a group of individuals that may be going through a very hard time right now. Otherwise, that's all I've got. I'm a horse. That's all I can do all day long. I mean, truly, this is the biggest wrestling news story that I have been alive for. Maybe I just spend all of ups and downs going. That wouldn't do very well. Give me a second. Right. Okay. Longest intro ever. Smackdown happened. Let's up those doubts. Smackdown went something like this. Stephanie McMahon came out and said, hi, Vince McMahon is gone. Why don't we do a chant for him? And the Street Profits walked out and they were like, oh my gosh, we're going to win the tag team championships. Which is when Theory arrived and said, oh, well, are you going to do that? Well, I'm going to beat Brock Lesnar or Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. And the Usos heard this. So they came out. There was a big brawl. Mad Cat Mash joined in because he also hates Theory. I mean, 
just called him Madcap Mass. That is a much better name. Now, I don't want to be that guy, but to me, it felt very much like this was put together at the last second because maybe, just maybe, somebody else was meant to start the show, <coughs> Brock Lesnar, but somebody who was meant to start the show, <coughs> Brock Lesnar, had walked out because he wasn't happy with the Vince McMahon news. Silly was all smoothed over with a phone call. This was such a crazy 24 hours, I wanted to cry. But I do have to give it a down. Seriously, I've never watched a wrestling segment in my entire life where I was like, I'm so distracted. I can't focus on anything what is happening because I have to keep checking my phone. All this invocation keeps smashing into my face. So we're just going to give it down. Like I said a second ago, we're going to draw a line under it. We're just going to see what happens. I just want to enjoy wrestling and I'm never allowed. Anyway, straight into the Shinsuke Nakamura Gunther story after this. I was a little bit confused. Because it was Nakamura taking on Ludwig Kaiser because Gunther had told his underling, you better win this one and if you don't, there's going to be trouble. So Lutz was like, all right. He went and won. And the reason I was a little bit taken aback is because I presume at SummerSlam we're going to do Gunther versus Shinsuke for the Intercontinental title. But now that he's lost here, even though I would have struggled to suspend my disbelief anyway, well, no, it's going to be impossible. I mean, because he didn't just lose to his mate. However, I will say, I thought this match was very good and everything we did after the fact continues to take Gunther and turn him into one of the most interesting characters on the roster. It also worked because the crowd absolutely loves Shinsuke, but they don't like Bowser's son. And the whole time Gunther was on the outside of the ring saying, don't lose, don't fail me, I tell you, bad things will come. Which is probably why Ludwig started to use Simba the Steel Steps. Shinsuke kept fighting back, however, including doing that awesome sliding German that he loves to do. But this is when Gunther got in his face and basically cast distraction, and it looked like Kaiser was going to win. Then this happened again when the referee wasn't looking. Gunther took his fist, he popped Nakamura right in the face, and Ludwig hit his DDT to get the one, two, three. If all that crapped me up, because Ludwig was like a kid who had just won at sports day, he was like, Daddy, Daddy, we did it. And Gunther just chopped the shit out of him again. And as long as WWE doesn't break them up, and they just have this crazy idea of how they should treat each other, I really think this can work. And if Gunther does reach Shinsuke Nakamura, still counts as kind of a big win. So once again, I like all of this. Let's get it up. Ronda Rousey and Liv Morgan were then backstage for a face-to-face. That's fine. Kayla Braxton was in charge of this, and never forget her old shtick is to just wind everybody up. So Ronda told her to beat it like Michael Jackson. And then, yeah, they got like this close with each other, which made sense. It was a face to face. That was kind of it, to be honest with you. Rousey just went, Liv Morgan, you're so passionate as a wrestler, but you will still lose at SummerSlam. So Liv retorted, Oh, Ronda, you are such a fabulous athlete, but very sadly, at the premium live event, I am going to have to beat you. That probably should happen, otherwise, fans are going to be mad. Honestly, this lasted about 35 seconds. Can't get mad at that. And I tell you too, when it comes to SummerSlam, I am super duper pumped for everything between Happy Corbett and Pat McAfee. This is great. To begin when Michael Cole and Pat were on commentary, and I do have to say, without Vince McMahon yelling in their ear, I did think they were a lot better than usual, and to be honest, they're usually quite good. When Corbin appeared from nowhere, and he murked Pat McAfee so hard in the face, I thought he was dead. Michael Cole the whole time was also like that kid from the Simpsons going, stop, stop, somebody come out here to save him. And after Happy had left, Pat got up, he dusted himself off, 
and he chased it after Corbin. This resulted in a brawl that had to be broken up by officials and then McAfee came back to the ring, he got a microphone and he just cut such a good babyface promo saying when we get to the premium live event, he is going to whip Happy's ass. So seriously, just a massive round of applause. When I go through the whole card, I think I'm more excited about this than anything else. Up. And then the Viking Raiders, who are now new and vicious, came to the ring. <laughs> and they beat Shanky and Jinder Mahal by disqualification. Down. No, wait, did I say DQ? WWE has screwed my brain. I meant count out. It's so ridiculous, because right now the Vikings are meant to be this big, bad, vicious threat, and yet they have to win on a technicality here. And this honestly couldn't have gone more than 60 seconds. Also, Jinder Mahal and Shanky have lost time and time again on SmackDown. But apparently on this July day, we can't do that. The New Day were on commentary, so Ivor just grabbed Mahal at one point and threw him into them. And that's the reason he wasn't able to get back in the ring. Honestly, this went by so quickly. Kind of feel like everybody involved deserved more. Xavier Woods was clearly having the time of his life though, knowing there was no repercussions because he was just talking about the IWGP and Ring of Honor tag team titles. And again, looking at it from a business perspective, you probably will get more of this on a non-Vince McMahon show. I mean, at one point, Michael Cole even called us fans. I was like, I thought I was part of the WWE universe. Honestly though, this really did feel like nothing. And if you had gone to the bathroom or sneezed, <laughs> little joke for you there, you would have missed it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Sonia Deville then actually went to have a chat with Adam Pearce. I looked off to the distance and said to myself, it's the feud that shall never end. Deville laughed at Pierce as ever because he's crap at his job. So Adam said, all right, want to come into my office and get in my face? Later on, you're going to be taking on Raquel Rodriguez. Sonia wasn't happy. This Seamus and Drew McIntyre feud is just nuts, right? When you get two halfies like this, you just want to see them fight. 
WWE is doing everything but. Because basically Sheamus came out, said that he wants to defeat Drew so he can go on to Clash at the Castle and fight for the WWE Unified Championship when Drew McIntyre came out and they just started yelling at each other for a little bit. And then it like Sheamus was all ready to fight when he said, no, we're going to do it next week. I just wanted to put my hand up and be like, why don't you just do it at SummerSlam? And I bet WWE does that anyway. Before that though, next week on SmackDown, it is going to be a good old fashioned Dolly Brook fight, which just means no countouts, no DQs, etc. And this stage, Sheamus revealed this table that he had, had a shillelagh on it. So he took the shillelagh, because Irish, and he held it out and Drew went, Bow! and he chopped it with his sword. All of a sudden, pyrotechnics went off again. Sheamus also made sure to tell McIntyre he's not allowed to bring his sword to the ring. I'm like, that's not a rule for the match next week. That's a rule for life. You're not allowed to turn up with your big murdering device. So I suppose if you're going to call this something, it would be stalling for time. But it was inoffensive and I really like Sheamus and I really like Drew McIntyre. I would just prefer it if they kicked the crap out of each other because they're really good at that, but whatever up. Paul Heyman then found the Usos after this because they were super duper angry with Theory, but Heyman was like, no, 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 no. Use him in your match because he's good. And as soon as it's over, finish him off. And I was like, Paul, come in, just one second. There's a camera right there. Theory is probably watching this, so you have just committed the worst plan ever. And then Raquel Rodriguez defeated Sonya Deville. Much like lots of this SmackDown, it was just fine up. It probably could have used more time as it topped out about three minutes. And the idea here is Rodriguez is strong, so she kept using her strength. And at one point, she even got out of a DDT mid-DDT. She then threw Deville across the ring, went for a charge she missed. And it looked like Sonya Deville was going to win, but instead she got hit with the powerbomb. And she lost. Kind of nice if we could construct a proper feud with these two people. Or turn Raquel Rodriguez heel and put up against Liv Morgan for the championship. But again, we gotta wait and see. That was the only clean finish on this show as well, so bring it down. 22, and all the rest were absolute nonsense. And speaking of nonsense, she just went and did it again. Now I said it last week, and I'll say it here too. I think Lacey Evans is playing this character very well, and she knows what she's doing on a microphone. But for the third week in a row, it was meant to be Lacey and Aaliyah doing something together, and instead, Lacey Evans just went on and on saying, I am so great, you all suck. Somebody Britain said, oh my gosh, would you just get on with it? Eventually, Aaliyah decided to get in her face, probably because she'd been watching Ronda Rousey and Liv Morgan from earlier. So Lacey Evans just went, map and smacked her with the women's right. And down she went. So we just really need to start progressing things. I'm terrified that WWE is going to do this again next week. It was exactly the same. That's why I've got to get it down. Jeff Jarrett, the SummerSlam guest referee, was then just here. And I was like, ironically, what a world. He told us how honoured he was to take on this role and that the Street Profits and the Usos had both tried to bribe him. But he is an honourable gentleman, so he's going to call it down the middle. And genuinely said it would also be the best tag team match of all time. That will be very good, but I think that may be hyperbole. So something is brewing here. I mean, is he going to help Jimmy and Jay retain? And that then sort of starts some kind of sequence where the Street Profits break up? I have no idea, but I do not know how we've got here in 2022. Let's continue that there was more craziness afterwards, because it was revealed that Sophia Cromwell is now Maxine Dupree, and that next week we shall see the Maximum Male Models Beachwear Collection. Max Dupree was also nowhere to be seen, and now there's this weird rumour on the internet with people saying, oh my god, he's going to come back as LA Knight. I don't see why we would do that, but it was very strange he wasn't here. And also, 
I was disappointed. I was promised beachwear. I don't want to wait anymore. And then as ever, our main event had the Usos and the Street Profits in it. We've done that a lot recently, but at least they got to wrestle they're very good at this. We also had Theory and Mad Cat Moss in it, which is very smart because we're giving them a push. And if we had just got a victor here, I would have been a happy bald guy. That's all I need. I'm a very simple chap. But no, instead, we got a disqualification. Usos and Theory kept rowing with each other as well because, of course, Theory had used Roman Reigns' name and nobody is allowed to do that. And that opened the door for the good guys who started to run wild. Everybody fought everybody else eventually, with Dawkins doing all the moves, Jimmy busted out super kicks, Montez Ford doing his crazy, crazy crossbody, and Jay decided to grab fools and throw them into Barry Barricade. He had to make sure that Moss had his moment too, which he did. He was throwing bones. But this is when Jimmy came in there with a super kick for a pretty good near fall. He then wanted to tag in Theory, but of course Theory is a massive dick, and at this juncture decided, no, I shall not touch your palm, and he actually tried to leave. Now, thankfully, Jay saw this and got right in his face and started to whip his ass. And I was like, damn right you should. What's wrong with this guy? It then triggered another brawl, which allowed Axel Dawkins to hit one of his dives, which are also ludicrous. And I think it must have wound Theory up because then he decided, no, I shall be in this match. He got in the ring and he twonked Moss with the briefcase for that there disqualification. Straight away after this too, Brock Lesnar's music hit, and go listen to the commentators here. If you don't believe Brock walked out, he definitely did, and the crowd lost their minds. And he got in the ring, he pulverized Theory, he smacked him with the briefcase before leaving him laying after an F5 on the damn thing. This was an absolutely nuts smackdown all round, probably because it was nuts behind the scenes. Here's what we're going to do as always. In terms of the match and that Brock thing, which I didn't see coming, I'm going to give it an up. But when it comes to the disqualification, I'm just so bored of it. I want to see winners and losers because I'm a nerd down. It's not hard. You just have to go, you victory, you no victory. And then you can all go and lay down. Also, before we do wrap up today, I want to give a bow and say thank you very much to the person that brought the Simon Give Me An Up sign. Of course, you do get an up. Know that you always make me feel warm and fuzzy in my tum-tum. Which, given everything that happened over the last day or so, I definitely need it. And it's also the end of SmackDown, and I don't know what to give it. Because, once again, I've never watched a wrestling show like this. I felt like I was growing hair back on my head again. But I'm telling you why I am going to give it an up. Because no matter what happens out there in the big bad world, we shall remain a positive peak show. But it's important to do that in the face of adversity. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.